When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Good morning. Welcome to Breakfast with Kent for Wednesday, January 22nd, 2020. Brought to you by the great people of today's dentistry, Dr. Mike O'Neill, the best dentist there is in the world. He's been my dentist the last 26 years. He should be yours. Give them a call. Make that happen. 317-849-2933. I'm not kidding. A culture of excellence you will not believe at today's dentistry. Let's talk about college basketball last night. Big night in central Indiana. We start in West Lafayette. Purdue, you know what? Nice first half. And that first half was made possible by a little emotional boost because Ellen Griffin got tossed from the game. Ellen Griffin, while Sasha Stefanovich was laying prone on the floor under the Purdue bucket, stepped on Stefanovich's chest. Griffin thrown out of the game. The crowd at Mackey erupts. It lifts Purdue. They take a one-point lead at the half. And then it all went south. Illinois, really, really good. Outscored Purdue in the second half. 50-32, to the Boilermakers lose 79-62. What made matters worse in this game, Dan Dockich on the broadcast had a little conversation with Brad Underwood, who's the head coach at Illinois. Little quickies, like a fast thing with Dan. And he said, okay, your favorite movie and TV show. Underwood said, Caddyshack and Seinfeld. How do you dislike a guy like that, for God's sake? He looks like Murph from the old Union 76 gas station ads that played all the time during Cubs games. He loves Caddyshack. He loves Seinfeld. How in the hell can we hate this guy like we hated Lou Henson? Without a little bit of hatred, what are we doing? Last night, speaking of that, uh, at the UK, Kentucky beat Georgia. It, It is very seldom that I align with Kentucky fans. But behind the Georgia bench sat a lady in an IU kind of a tank top right behind the Georgia bench, right behind Cream. It just made me laugh. Somebody posted that on social media, made me laugh. So I posted, you know, hey, yeah, isn't this fun that uh, Kentucky and Indiana fans are in alignment and people went nuts and said that I was, I was expressing hatred toward, toward Tom Cream, which is not true. I do not hate Tom Cream. 
I'm indifferent toward Tom Crean. I, I, I lack a little bit of respect for Tom Crean because he didn't show up to get gassed when he got canned. He didn't show up. You know what? A man takes his medicine. Crean chose not to take his medicine. I have a little bit of uh, disrespect for that kind of behavior. Let's talk about Butler last night. Butler was really not good at Villanova. They get beat 76-61. Sean McDermott, 0 of 7 from beyond the arc. Last night, um, Butler was outscored at the line 21 to 4. You get outscored at the line 21 to 4 and can't hit threes. You are going to lose on the road. I don't know what the cause of the disparity in free throws was. Perhaps the officials at Villanova gave a friendly whistle to the Wildcats. Perhaps Butler, uh, you know, they opted for jump shots rather than driving to the bucket and drawing fouls. I don't know which it was because, to tell you the truth, I was watching the Purdue game. But usually I watch Butler. But uh, last night, you get outscored 21-4 to from the line, and you are not going to win a lot of basketball games. Pacers tonight at Phoenix. It's a pick em. With the over-under at 21.5, I like the over. I think both teams are going to score a lot of points. Devin Booker for the Suns is terrific. DeAndre Ayton rounding into form. Pacers playing well despite what happened at Utah. Uh, baseball's Hall of Fame, they will induct Larry Walker, which was kind of a 50-50 proposition going into his last year of eligibility on the ballot. And Derek Jeter, who missed being unanimous by one vote. I'm one of those guys. I'm one of those Puritans. I don't like the unanimous guys. I don't think anybody should be unanimous. And so I'm glad somebody didn't vote for Derek Jeter because Derek Jeter was never an MVP. Not once was he a most valuable player in the American League. He was great. Hall of Famer. No question about it. Like, there is no way a reasonable person would think that he's not a Hall of Famer. However... Is he a unanimous Hall of Famer? There's only been one, and that's Mariana Rivera, and I don't agree with that one either. Willie Mays wasn't unanimous. Babe Ruth wasn't unanimous. Uh, you know, Joe DiMaggio wasn't unanimous. Mickey Mantle wasn't unanimous. Ernie Banks wasn't unanimous. Nobody was unanimous other than Mariana Rivera. I think if you're going to be unanimous, you should have been an MVP at least once. I mean, that stands to reason for me. Uh, Walter McCarty is out as the head coach at Evansville. He's been replaced by Todd Licklider. Walter McCarty showed a pattern of behavior that was troubling to the people at Evansville. Some Title IX violations are being investigated. There was enough meat on the bones of the accusations against McCarty that Evansville felt justified in firing McCarty. It's a shame. You know, he was a hero on November 12th when Evansville beat Kentucky. And less than two months later, he was suspended. I believe that was December 27th. And uh, then yesterday it was announced that he's been fired and replaced by Todd Licklider. One man's misery is another man's glory. Good for Todd Licklider getting back in a game and getting another shot at being a head coach. He was terrific at Butler at Iowa. Things weren't so great. Now he gets a shot at Evansville. I think he's going to do a terrific job. There was a brawl last night. At the end of the Kansas-Kansas State game, they kind of enlivened the thing a little bit. Kansas had put away Kansas State. They were dribbling, dribbling out the clock. A guy for Kansas State poked the ball loose, went in for a layup. Silvio D'Souza blocks it, knocks the guy down, and kind of stands over him. And uh, a fracas ensued. 
And, you know, I don't know, D'Souza at one point had a stool over his head, uh, ready to brain a guy before an assistant coach stopped him. It was mayhem. The thing that impressed me most about the fight was that the guys who were the big peacemakers in this thing, stopping a lot of the violence, the cheerleaders for Kansas, were very active, kind of shoving guys around. You know those guys, and I'm talking about the guy cheerleaders. Those guy cheerleaders are yacked up. They are big, giant fellas, and they were getting between people and kind of jostling people. Hey, come on! Cheerleaders breaking up the fight. This is how far basketball fights have degraded. The cheerleaders are now the peacemakers. Let's celebrate some birthdays, shall we? The great Ashley Harris, she is celebrating a birthday today. Um, you, uh, I grabbed the wrong sheet of birthdays. I'll be back momentarily. Where the hell did you go? Oh, there it is. <laughs> what do you know? I don't use cue cards. I use little sheets of paper. Uh, Mitchell Nathanson, happy birthday. The great Dave the King Wilson, celebrating a birthday. Happy birthday, Dave. Scott Boatwright, happy birthday. Brian Weinstein, happy birthday. Robin Walensky, Bob Sulecki, happy birthday. Christine Pauly, the great Tom Perrell, happy birthday. Uh, Heath Shanahan, the great Heath, happy birthday. Joe Hatcher, Stan Jastrzewski, happy birthday. James Conner, happy birthday. Nicole Frege, Pat Berry, Jody Petrie, happy birthday. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else that is best done with an honest and specific compliment. Get a copy of Oops. You can do that on Amazon.com. I wrote it, 37 chapters of mistakes. Had lunch yesterday with fellow author, I get to say that now, the great Whitey Capsalis. We had a nice discussion about books and whatnot. Uh, gave him an autographed copy of the book, said it's his fault because he wrote a book. I felt like, oh, I can write a book. And so this only exists because of Whitey. So I blame him. You should blame him as well. Buy one. Amazon.com, just search Kent Sterling. The yellow and red cover pops up. It is a celebration of errors that I've made. You know, mistakes are the fun part of life. That's how you learn stuff. I wrote this. Buy, you can get the ebook, you can get the audio book, which I voiced. You, if, you, if you don't get enough of me on Breakfast with Kent, you can order the, uh, the audio book or a hardcover book. And uh, you know what? I'd like to say that a portion goes to charity, but I don't get a whole lot of the money, so I don't have any say in that. That's the way it goes. Uh, sports, nothing but sports this afternoon. We're going to talk to the great Evan Altman about Chicago Cubs baseball, the Cubs convention this past weekend. I want to know things about Chris Bryant. I want to know what in the world the Cubs are doing. They made a very minor deal yesterday for a 25-year-old right-handed pitcher with the uh, Boston Red Sox. I don't know the guy. Evan will know the guy. What does it mean for the Cubs? And uh, what do we expect from him this season? As spring training is less than a month from commencing. We will talk to you at 3 o'clock this afternoon. Sports, nothing but sports.